to the council committee meetings for the city of Brexville for March 7th, 2023. First up, we have the Buildings and Grounds Committee, and I turn it over to Chairperson Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds is called to order at 636. Um, Gannam? Here. Stuckey? Here. And I am here. Uh, our first agenda item is the approval of the committee meeting minutes from February 21st. Are there any changes? Nope. Then I move to approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Brexville has been awarded a sizable grant to be used towards improvements at the Stadium Drive Recreation Area. Um, Mayor, would you like to talk about this? Or should I ask Monica? No, Monica. Monica? Thank sure. you. Thank you, Councilwoman Kepke. Um, so the city has received a grant through House Bill 687, and the purpose of that grant was to fund um, improvements to Stadium Drive property. And this is just legislation that is being requested in, in order to enter into the pass-through grant agreement with ODNR uh, for the amount of $100,000, $2,000 of which will go to ODNR for their administrative costs. Very nice. Impressive. All right, well, I say we move forward. So I move to recommend to council the approval of the, um, oh, I'm so sorry, I lost my place. Um, thank you. Uh, move that council authorize the mayor to enter into a capital improvement community park recreation conservation project pass-through grant agreement on behalf of the city of Brexville with the ODNR for improvements to the city's stadium drive property. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you for that. Um, next, we have an amendment to Ordinance 5551. The amendment would add control link equipment and its installation to the relamping project for baseball fields ENF at Blossom. Included is a contingency, um, and the total would be $13,000 for the project. It would be, um, I guess it was noted in our paperwork that this was in the budget for another time, but it was more cost effective to do it at this time. Uh, Ron or Rachel, like to talk? Um, Becky? I'll start. Thank you. <laughs> um, council approved legislation last September for the source well contract purchase of the relamping of those uh, baseball fields ENF at Blossom. And uh, because of weather and the schedule of Musco, they could not complete that project in the fall. So when Recreation was reaching out to get the proposal for the 23 capital project of adding this controlling system, uh, Musco advised that to combine these two would be more cost effective for the city. So we're just asking for the amendment to that previous legislation to combine these two projects. And Rachel can touch on what the controlling system actually is. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Um, this control link system is the same system that we have at um, fields A, B, and C on our turf field and then at um, our newly relamped tennis courts. So um, our supervisors or my staff can do this remotely, especially when covering multiple properties at once. It's very helpful if practice is canceled, if a game runs a little bit later, or they end early, we're able to access those lights and turn them off so we're not wasting anything. We've had. Um, much success using them in the past, so we just would like to get ENF on the same schedule. Sounds good to me. If I may, 
Um, I believe it was mentioned too, like beyond the cost savings, this is going to minimize the damage that would be done to the fields by having the lift go out there twice versus just going out there the one time, correct? Yes, that's correct. So we can get it all done in, at once, and right now our ground is still not dry enough to get us out there on the lift. Um, Musco is working with Jamie to schedule that. I, I, just a question. Um, are these remote? There is an app that we have on our phones that you okay. can download. We have a special login, and then we can access it from there. So any of your staff can, can do the remote? That's correct, if okay. we give them the login. Sounds like a good idea. Okay, well, thank you. I move to recommend to council amending ordinance 5551, authorizing the source well contract purchase from Musco Lighting, uh, Sports Lighting, for the relamping of baseball fields ENF at Blossom Hill. This is a long one, sorry. The request is to add the control link equipment and installation to the project in the amount of $10,600. A contingency in the amount of $2,400 is requested authorizing the encumbrance of the entire budget amount to $13,000. The amendment would increase purchase order CT225551 for the relamping opened um, for $11,902.50, resulting in a new PO total of $24,902.50. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, last, we have a proposal for Makovich and Pusi Architects, Inc. for architectural and engineering services for the Human Services Pool Area Improvement Project, uh, which includes acoustic panel mounting, uh, automatic door openers, and creating an emergency <clears throat> egress. Is this Ron or? Yes, ma'am. Right. Thank you. Um, this is a, a proposal from Makovich and Pusti to do some improvements on the human services pool, as it's stated. The uh, acoustic panels, over the, since this pool was built uh, several occasions, we've had issues with the acoustic panels in the ceiling. It's a, it's a tough design. The environment is, is very harsh there. And, and no matter what type of fasteners, it seems we've had some issues where they've failed. We're, we're asking Maskovic and Pudi to look at this and, and to securely po uh, look, post these um, acoustic panels on the walls, and that way we won't have issues with them. They, up till now, they were kind of dangling over the pool. And, and so they say that they can do this and still have the acoustic value <clears throat> excuse me, of the pool. Um, the other thing is they wanted, um, we wanted to install automatic door openers on three of the existing doors to allow better access for the, the patrons there. And also, um, the, the refuge area down there is no way, in, in case of an emergency, there's no other way to get out of that building. So we, they, they're anticipating a, a location that we had suggested to them. But again, it's their, it's their call where it's going to go. But we wanted a door leading out of that pool area to go to what they call a refuge area, where in case of an emergency, the participants could leave quickly and, and go to a safe place. Okay. Any questions? Okay. Thank you, Ron. Then I move to recommend to council um, a resolution accepting the proposal of Makovich and Pusti Architects, Inc. for architectural and engineering services for the Human Services Pool Area Improvement Project. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Um, and under other matters, um, the service department is seeking the go-ahead to move forward with the um, demolition of the garage at the cemetery, I believe. Is that correct, Ron? Yeah. Okay. That's correct. Uh, anybody have any objection to us moving forward? No? We'll allow for more spots to be open. So. Sounds good. All right, then. Um, there I was also, 
it, oh, it, there's also an attachment to there, mm -hmm. and, and the attachment was a concept plan put together by the city engineer. If you if you would, if you have time to take a look at that, the proposal is in the area where the where the cemetery garage is. They had about 246 um, plots for burials. Okay. We have some money. We had some funding for this in the uh, capital. And we also have it on the infrastructure plan. There's some other ones for some soil borings, and there, there was money set aside for that also in two separate accounts. So if you if you wanted to allow him to make a proposal to bring that back to you, that that would be the next phase after we get the garage down. I think that makes sense. So if we can do that, that would be appreciated. All right. Well, I think if there's nothing else for buildings and grounds, I will thank you, Ron, and yes, ma'am. Thank you. Um, I will move to. Adjourn. Yeah, look at your time, please. Buildings and grounds at 6:45. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. We are adjourned. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Finance Committee, Chairperson Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. I call finance to order at 6:45. Kingston. Here. Savage. Here. And Caruso's here. Uh, first item on the agenda is approval of the committee meeting minutes uh, from last meeting. <laughs> Can't remember the date. February 21st. Are there any changes? No. All right, hearing none, I move that we approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next, we have appropriations. Uh, this would be an amend, amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for current expenditures of the city of Brexville during the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023. Um, Laura, do you want to sure, give some you. of the detail? Um, this is just a small adjustment to appropriations and estimated resources. In the general fund, I'm just adjusting between operating and capital budget um, to properly account for that expense. Um, in Fund 202, I'm increasing um, just under $1,500, and it's to complete the purchase of the Freightliner truck for the service department. And in the Building and Improvements Fund 490, I am increasing estimated resources, approximately 47,000, um, to account for the award of the NOPIC Energized Communities Grant. Very good, thank you. You're Any welcome. questions? All right, then I would move that we recommend the council approval of an ordinance to amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for the current expenditures of the city of Brexville during the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023, making necessary appropriation and revenue adjustments. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Next, we have uh, a motion. This would be a resolution making necessary transfers and advances between certain funds, as well as returning an advance of funds for the fiscal year ending December 31st. Laura. Thank you. This is the standard second quarter transfer and advance legislation as approved in the city budget. Very good. Yeah, pretty self-explanatory in the packet. Good. Okay. Then I would make a motion we recommend the council approval of a resolution making necessary transfers and advances between certain funds and return an advance of funds for the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Uh, last, we have the monthly bills, which I'll read into the record. Uh, <clears throat> we have the payment of the monthly bills for Maddie, Henriksen, and Grieve, $17,088.33. Kolchitsky's Architects, LLC, $318.75. William Logan, $4,000. Mansour Gavin, LPA, $8,824.50. Donald G. Boeing & Associates, $26,546.26. And lastly, Sixmo, $862.50 for an aggregate total of 
and 34 cents. And I would move that we approve for payment. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Uh, Mayor, do you have anything else for finance? No, no sure. Thank you. Uh, you guys have anything? Then no. I move to adjourn finance at 648. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Madam President, we're adjourned. Thank you. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Chairperson Savage. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Legislation Committee to order at 648. Um, Ganim? Here. Kepke? Here. And Savage is here. Um, the first item on the agenda is the approval of the Legislation Committee meetings from our last meeting. Were there any changes or corrections? No. Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Um, next, we have the um, uh, codified supplement um, for the um, ordinances of the city of Brexville. Tammy, would you like to? Um, once a year, we ask um, our codifiers to incorporate all of the legislation that has been approved over the past year. Um, it's been, um, it was done last March and supplement, uh, I believe it's S31, um, is ready to be um, adopted and incorporated into our codes. Any questions? No. Um, I make a motion recommending to council approval of an ordinance enacting and adopting a supplement to the codified ordinances of the city of Brexville. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Uh, next, we have um, administrative um, code uh, amending a section of the administrative code as it relates to eligibility requirements for the FMLA leave. Thank you. Could you go ahead, Laura? Thank you. Um, in section 145.06 of the administrative code, section G, um, we're essentially s switching up the language a little bit from a must to a may. Right now, it currently says that the city must designate FMLA leave if we're made aware um, of a leave that falls within those requirements, and we're changing it to that we may. So it gives us more flexibility that if the person wants to take some sort of paid leave and then go on FMLA leave, um, it gives a little flexibility as before we have to require so them to be on it. Is it fair to say it more closely aligns with the practice? That's correct. Okay, very good. Are there any other questions? No, okay. Um, with that, I make a um, motion to recommend to council amending um, section 145.06 of the administrative code to allow the city to designate when absences that meet eligibility requirements um, for FMLA leave. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Madam Chair, if I may, just to uh, notify council, in addition to this, Lisa Helbert and I have updated and um, brought up the current law, the 2009 FMLA policy we've had in place since then. So as of March 1st of this year, the employees have all received the new FMLA policy um, and have acknowledged it by signature. Um, so that's in place going forward. Thank you. Okay, um, next up we have um, an amendment um, to section 
uh, 145.13 of the administrative code as it relates to exempted employees. Is that also you, Laura? Thank you. This adds the position of Director of Public Service Trainee to the listing of exempted employees and the next piece of legislation then adds um, a wage scale for that position as well. Very good. Are there any comments or questions on that? No? Okay. Um, so the first part of this is to add the position. So um, I make a motion that we recommend to council approval of an ordinance amending section 145.13 of the administrative code and the exempted employees of the city of Brexville to include the position of director of public service trainee. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, um, as Laura mentioned, the next portion um, is um, regarding the uh, pay scale for that, that role. So I make a motion recommending to council approval of an ordinance amending ordinance number 5574 as it relates to employee compensation and add compensation for the position of director of public service trainee. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Okay, the next item on our agenda is codification and online um, hosting. Uh, Tammy, could you talk us through this recommendation? Sure. Um, codification is um, where all the ordinances that are adopted by a city or municipality are indexed, put in order, um, and searchable. We have used American Legal to codify the ordinances of the city of Brexville. Um, it includes administrative, um, traffic general offenses, building, zoning, planning. Um, all the codes are put together in one that's, that's known as the codified ordinances. Currently, American Legal does the codification for the city of Brexville. I am proposing switching that codification to Municode, which Municode also does our meeting and agenda, agenda management services, um, boards, commissions, keeps track of all of that, and that's um, part of what I'm requesting. The other half is um, hosting the code online. They're able to put the code online with a link from our website that allows searching um, our court records, um, or I should say the courts, uh, a lot of legal um, folks, as well as um, residents, police, courts, um, look to the code for um, information. Um, so we're looking to gain greater access to the code for posting online. Um, we will also have um, the availability to connect the legislation as we adopt it will be on the same page with the codified ordinance before they're codified. So as an example, what, what uh, council approves tonight is an ordinance goes into effect immediately when adopted as an emergency. That document is not necessarily codified immediately into the document. Although it is, in fact, active at that time, law, it doesn't go, it goes into effect immediately. 
codification will then, through the year, add that into our code. So you'll have not only the documents that are not yet codified, but the, the whole code will be there as well. And you can search when that legislation was adopted. It'll link back to the meeting that it was adopted at, along with the minutes and video. So I hope I covered what y'all were looking for. Um, so um, I appreciated the memo that you had in our packets, and you also provided some um, websites for reference. And um, it really brought to life um, for me those, those website examples that you provided of other cities that use this service, how you can really have a, a one-stop shop, for lack of a better um, phrase, um, to be able to access and have a quick link. So I thought it was a really helpful, useful tool, and it, it would be a great improvement. So I'm supportive of it. I'm very excited. Yeah. I would agree. As far as a government website, I thought it was very user-friendly and, mm -hmm. and what the options it showed, too. For Great. Um, I move to recommend to council approval of an agreement with MuniCode to provide codified codification services and online hosting of the city's codified ordinance, ordinances. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Um, next, we had a uh, liquor uh, permit request. Um, I think we just <clears throat> need to discuss if we have. Um, the need to have a, a hearing about it is that correct no it's uh, whether or not council has any objection or the administration on behalf of the city has any objection okay. I've talked with the police chief and uh, as safety director I've reviewed it and we have no objection, no objection. Okay. are there any objections I didn't have any okay mm -hmm. so uh, we don't have any objections to that liquor permit request Make a, mo make a motion. Make, you can go ahead with a motion, Councilperson Savage, to send it to Council. Okay, I make a motion um, to send to Council a response that we do not um, have an objection to the request for a liquor license for Stucco Incorporated at 7059 Mill Road. A second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Okay, <clears throat> next, under matters um, deemed appropriate, we have um, uh, two, um, uh, two different topics related to grant requests. Monica, could you step us through um, these two items? Thank you, Councilwoman Savage. On Friday, the Office of Senator Sherrod Brown began accepting applications for fiscal year 2024 congressionally directed spending appropriations. Um, so we are looking to apply for two, project through the, two projects through these appropriations. And those include um, one that we, we would be applying for as a city and another that we would be supporting. Can everyone hear me? Yes. Okay. And another one that we would be requesting the support of city council for, um, for the submission of a proposal by Chagrin Valley Dispatch. So we are just looking for um, a motion to be made that would be requesting the law director to prepare legislation in support of those um, congressionally directed spending appropriations requests. Okay, so um, the first one 
um, that we're talking about would be um, the widening of Chippewa Road, State Route 82, from the bridge over Chippewa Creek to the Brexville-Northfield Bridge? Correct. So that's the first project, and that would be the one that the city would be applying for directly. And then the second project that Chagrin Valley Dispatch would be submitting for is for the construction of a dispatch center to consolidate their three current locations. I don't have a, any questions to either of you. No. Okay. So, Chairperson, may I ask a question? Yes, sure. So, um, for the 82 project going to the east line, that, you know, the current project is just a mill and fill, so this is a deep, greater project. So, I just want to make sure I understand that correctly. Jerry, do you want to speak to this one? This project, we've looked at this project over the last several years, uh, applied for money a few times. Uh, Monica came to me the other day stating that she wants to move forward. Um, our last estimate it would be a complete replacement of the road all the way down, trail on one side, sidewalk on the other, and the estimate that Trans Systems came back with in, um, I think two years back, uh, was like about 17 million. <laughs> so it's a, it's a huge project. Um, so. And I'm not quite sure what the local match is on that, but last time we went for a congressional grant, we went for 100%. Thank you, Jerry. Okay. Um, I move to request that the law director prepare a resolution in support of the city of Brecksville's application uh, to the office of Senator Sherrod Browns for fiscal year 2024 um, congressionally directed spending appropriations for the widening of Chippewa Road, State <clears throat> Route 82, from the bridge over Chippewa Creek to the Brexville Northfield Bridge. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. And then I make a motion to request that the law director prepare a resolution in support of Chagrin Valley Dispatch's application to the office of Senator Sherrod Brown for FY 20. 2024 congressionally directed spending appropriations for the construction of a new dispatch center in the city of Brexville. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Are there any other matters this evening for the Legislation Committee? Uh, hearing none, I move to adjourn at 7.02 p.m. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you very much. We're adjourned. Thank you, Beth. Next up for the Safety and Service Committee, Chairperson Ganim. Thank you, Madam President. I call safety service to order at 7.02. Mr. Kingston? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. And I'm here as well. Our first item tonight is approval of the minutes from uh, the February 21st yep. meeting. Do I hear any changes? Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Um, next up. <clears throat> this consideration uh, for an application of some grant funding um, for uh, fire and emergency response um, programs. Uh, Chief Samiska. Sorry, you're in a different spot today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've been working with uh, Mayor Ruby, and we were discussing this grant opportunity to, um, it's a funding opportunity through what's called the uh, SAFER grant through the Department of Homeland Security, where we can apply uh, to add personnel for up to three years uh, to cover the cost. There's no cost share to the city of Brexville for this grant. 
and uh, we were hoping to apply for the addition of four firefighters uh, through this grant. I've also been discussing this with Monica as well. And this would be for additional? Um, that, that's correct. Supplement, okay. Any questions? All right, hearing none, I move to recommend to council the authorization of an application for a grant through staffing for adequate fire and emergency response grant program for funding assistance to improve staffing and deployment capabilities to respond to emergencies. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Uh, next is um, another consideration for a grant um, revolving EMS um, and the Ohio Department of Public Safety. Um, is this mayor or chief again? Yeah, this is our, uh, each year we have an opportunity through the um, Division of EMS, the Ohio Division of EMS, to apply for a grant to supplement supplies in our ambulances. Uh, usually the average award on this uh, grant is between two and $2,000 and $3,500. Uh, this year we're hoping to apply for trauma supplies and to cover our software fees. Hearing none, I move to recommend to council the approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply to the Ohio Department of Public Safety, Division of Ohio Emergency Medical Services for the 2023-24 Ohio Emergency Medical Services Grant. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> Next up is um, looking at the purchase of a line striper for the service department. Um, Things laid out in the uh, packet pretty well. Mr. Weidig, any details to add from what you included? The one we have has is, is been a lot around a long time, and with the upcoming program we have this year with paving streets and temporary striping on the roads, and we, we use this a lot for We do all the parking lots in the city ourselves and the downtown parking spaces, and before home days we, we uh, do this, the crosswalks down there in addition to the normal uh, painting program, so it's, it gets a lot of use, and like I said, the one we have is, is uh, it's ready to move on. Thank you. Any questions? Hearing none, I move to approve the a purchase requisition to Sherwin Williams in the amount of $8,935 for the Graco 3900 airless line striper to replace an older model for the service department. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> Next, going into um, is a discussion of a resolution for TMS engineers uh, for construction services for overhead sign um, replacements. Mr. Weidig? We are moving forward on the overhead sign replacements on Brexville Road and, and, and uh, on 82. Uh, what, we, what we've been learning as we've been going through this, there's, there's a little bit of expertise needed in these uh, installations. The companies that install them, we want somebody to, to watch over them to make sure that the, the, the documents that they're presenting to us are appropriate and, then, and that TMS has the expertise in this to make sure that when these, these new uh, span wires are put up in the signs that they're put up correctly, the right re reflectability on the signs, that type of thing. So we, we, uh, we, we want uh, an expert to come back in and make sure that the project's done properly. Thank you. Any questions? No. That I move. Um, Council, we have a resolution accepting the proposal of TMS Engineers Incorporated to provide construction services for the overhead sign support replacement project. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next is discussion surrounding a traffic signal controller um, for Route 82 and Highland Drive. Um, Mr. Whitey? Our, uh, our traffic 
lights are 20 years old. They were put, all put in in early 2000, and occasionally we have issues with some of the, the parts and pieces that make them operate. We have a temporary traffic signal controller in at 82 in Highland, and this would be the, the low cost of this one, a signal service to come and reinstall a, a, new, a, new, a new controller into that traffic box. Any one question for yeah. me. Um, the box is going to stay the same, same yes. shape, same footprint, everything. The box is going to stay exactly. It's a, it's a, it's about the, about the size of maybe 10, 12 inches across, a couple inches high, and it, it fits into the into the inside there. The they have areas where you can slide these pieces in and out, and that's and, that, and that's where we'll go inside the box. Sounds good. Thank you. Any other questions? Uh, hearing no others, I move to recommend to council the approval of a purchase requisition to Signal Service Company in the amount of $5,831 for a replacement traffic signal controller at Route 82 and Highland Drive. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. And staying down the line of traffic signals, we're going to talk about painting the poles now. Um, so next is about the increase to a purchase order from the previous sign. Signal pole painting project looks like just an extension to what we've already discussed. Yes, well, well, finalizing these documents and going over them, and then speaking further with Jerry along along the corridor there at 77 and Miller, we found that some of those poles that are being taken down are going to be reinstalled by ODOT and, and painted the city green. So there's no need for us to include that in this document. So those those two items were deleted: the 77 and Miller and the southbound ramp. In South Point, and then we've uh, again checked around. The, we found that we needed to add a couple in Central School. Those are the ones that the old school flashers that flash 25 to alert people to please slow down when they come through town. And the one that we see in Chippewa, there's um, three posts there that hold up those signals across that intersection. And there's one on uh, Miller Road at 6930 that's a galvanized post that actually holds up the same kind of signs that are, that we just talked about with the span wire. So those those should complete all the all the poles in, in town to be painted and upgraded to the to the green excellent any questions nope. uh, hearing none i move to recommend to council the approval of an increase to purchase order ct235356 to tms engineers in the amount not to exceed twenty five hundred dollars for revisions to the plans prepared for the traffic signal pole painting project second all those in favor aye 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 uh, last item on the agenda this evening is the uh, looking into the purchase of a new Freightliner truck for the service department. Um, this is one of the same uh, vehicles that we got a couple years ago, I believe, and more information on a truck that I ever expected to see in the packet. Thank you for sharing Thank all of you. that. I we, can't believe the options. The, um, these these are our mainline trucks. You see them out, you know, this time of year plowing snow and in the summer, you know, with asphalt and that type of thing. But the, why we're asking for this now is because of the lead time on this. This It's at least a year and a half out now for the uh, Freightliner <clears throat> to, to supply this truck to us. And... Um, and then when we get in a year and a half, there's the process. What we've done, what we did years ago was the bodies are all stainless steel. So then the old B32 truck would be taken out to the, the vendor now is Concord, but in a year and a half, whoever the vendor would be to take our truck out there now, they remove that stainless steel body, put it on this brand new uh, um, cabin chassis, and that's how we've saved our money through the years by years ago getting going away from the steel 
uh, dump bodies and go into stainless steel. So we, we anticipate using these stainless steel bodies or dump, dump bodies for a long time. But the price back in, in 2020, just to transfer that, the body out of Concord was 65,000 in, in a year and a half or two years, I don't know what that's gonna be. And then I gave you some comparisons on here to show you that the, the price of this freight liner since 2020 has gone up $20,000. So that's these are these are trucks that we that we constantly need to, to use and upgrade. Certainly. Any questions? No. Nope. Hearing none, I move to recommend to council the approval of an ordinance authorizing the state contract purchase of a 2024 Freightliner model 108 SD single axle truck from Cleveland Freightliner in the aggregate amount of one hundred and two thousand four hundred and ninety dollars after a thousand dollar trade in of city vehicle number B thirty one. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Um, safety Director, Mr. Safety Director, anything else? No, sir, thank you. Any other matters to discuss? Hearing none, I move to close safety service at 712. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. We are adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Chairperson Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. I'd like to call Streets and Sidewalks to order at 712. Caruso? Here. Savage? Here. Kingston's here. First on the agenda is approval of our streets and sidewalk committee meeting minutes from February 21st, 2023. Any changes? No. Nope. Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Next on the agenda is uh, accepting Eclipse's bid for the Riverview Road slope project. Uh, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, we opened bids last week and we had six bidders of which the top four were grouped pretty tight uh, eclipse being the lowest at uh, two hundred twelve thousand five hundred fifty and fifty cents um, and again this is for that Riverview Road uh, slippage just to the south of Fitzwater um, eclipse has done one slippage project here for the city already and then done a couple other projects so uh, we have no issue moving forward with them I did talk to them to get a letter from and the owner sent me a letter saying that they're, they stand by their bid, they're willing and able to proceed and see no issues with detaining materials or equipment and have the staff to com, uh, complete the project. So if council's in agreement, we'd like to uh, have you authorize it. With any luck then, contract signed by the end of the week and we'd issue, probably starting Monday, we'd issue notice proceed. Sounds good. Any questions from council? Okay. I move to recommend to council for their consideration and ordinance accepting the bid of the Eclipse Company LLC for the Riverview Road slope repair project in the amount of $212,550.50. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Uh, next, we have another motion. Um, for the Riverview Road project, and this is authorizing Donald G. Boning to provide construction-related services. Jerry. Thank you. Again, this is our standard uh, percentage for construction projects and services we'll provide. We'll, we'll uh, do all the construction staking, construction management, uh, review and approval of pay apps, um, as-built drawings, and uh, it's a straight percentage, so it was uh, $8,502. Sounds good. Thanks, Jerry. Any questions? No. I move to authorize Donald G. Boning and Associates to provide construction 
related services for the Riverview Road Culvert Slope Repair Project, including construction staking, management, review and approval of pay apps, as builds, and complete project closed paperwork in the amount of $8,502. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 <clears throat> Thanks. Uh, Jerry, when we talked earlier in the week, you said you had a couple updates for Miller? Yes. Um, again, as far as the status set in uh, again today on a little bit longer uh, meeting, um, their construction progress meetings. Again, they're still continuing driving piles. The water main is now in. Um, they're progressing nicely. They're hoping to have um, start columns and uh, possibly have beams showing up on site within about a month out yet. Um, so they're moving along. Um, but as part of a ODOT project, again, they run it different uh, than we run projects here in Brexville. ODOT does not carry uh, any kind of uh, contingents because their project managers have the authority to authorize uh, change orders as they go. They'll typically, because of the way they run their bids, they'll have more change orders and stuff like that. And again, we're a participant in this project. So if it was, they have the ability to authorize and move forward. Uh, we're a participant for certain things, and some things we won't be. Some things will be that same percentage that we are in the cost sharing. It's a 59.41, and then if there's something uh, like the signal painting or painting of the uh, poles, that would be 100% Braxville. But I talked to the mayor and the finance director earlier. Eventually, ODAT will start grouping uh, these together and sending invoice to the city of Braxville which at, what, at some point we have no ability to pay at, or without council approval, but as they're approving these as they go, we have no ability to, I really have no authority to approve anything as they're going, and they are. So what we've thought about doing, and again, this, we're just broaching the subject tonight, and we're, if you guys are in favor, we'll go back and look at a contingent uh, amount to be approved for the project so that we can work our way through some of these uh, change orders as they come in to try and keep up with ODOT's ability to move forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that makes sense just to keep the workflow of the project going instead of having to come back every, I mean, there could, I mean, how, how many change orders could I, there be on a project this size? I mean, well, could, like on our project, sometimes we try to, Again, carry some contingents. If on an ODA project they carry a contingent, if they don't use it, they still are subject to pay it out. Like uh, not the entire thing, but just percentages and depending on how much of the work it is. So they don't carry contingents. So everything that is different from the actual condition would be a change order. So yes, they will experience more onto that kind of project than we will. Um, it, it just it's just a way other projects run and they run it through the ODAT system. So. Okay. Do you have an idea the the number you're thinking? I, not right now. Okay. Um, I look at the project total. I'm gonna talk. To, if you're if you if council is in favor of this, I'll talk to the ODOT representative and try to get a. I'm sure he'd probably recommend like a percentage of the contract, to, and then maybe uh, periodically break it up or something. But that's probably what'll come back is some percentage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds. I mean, it's, it's like a reasonable to solution to keep things moving forward. Great. Want to commit to feel that way? Any comments from council on that? Or? I think you have to do it that way. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anything else for streets? Um, we could cover one more if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Uh, so we had the pre-con for the C1, C2, which is replacement of culvert C1, C2, and then paving um, the, quite a bit of uh, the surface of Riverview Road at the uh, uh, south end. 
Uh, again, DeJoya, you awarded DeJoya. They are proceeding probably on or around the 20th. Um, I have checked with the, uh, the uh, ski resorts. They're good. Well, the, well they're they seem to be closing down around March 12th, that Sunday. Um, the culvert uh, should be in, they should take delivery of the culvert, they believe around March uh, 20th, so they don't really want to proceed prior to having that. So that will be the uh, first closure you'll see on Riverview Road. And then again, um, as this project pr uh, progresses and Eclipse mobilizes, that'll be another closure on Riverview Road. So Riverview Road, not the best place to travel in the next uh, couple months. But again, both of them will be done, hopefully here right into the, uh, uh, by the end of June, we'll both be done. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like a lot of these projects, there's no easy way to do this work, right? I mean, just, we just have to deal with it, and it'll be great when it's done. And these, yes, uh, both, both these projects are significant excavations across the pavement section. There's just no, there's no avoiding closing the road. So, Gotcha. All right, you. Jerry, thanks for everything. Anything else? Mm -hmm. um, hearing none, I move to adjourn streets and sidewalks at 720. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> We're adjourned, Laura. Thank you. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Chairperson Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Utilities Committee to order at 720. Caruso? Here. Kepke? Here. Stuckey is here. First item is the approval of the February 21st, 2023 Utilities Committee minutes. Do I have a second? Second. Okay. Is there any, is there any changes? Then I, I'm making a motion to approve as written. Second. There we go. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Mr. Wise, could we talk about Riverview? Okay, the, I had the chance to sit in on a, another call for an update for the Riverview, we see Greenhaven, Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District Project. And um, Regional Sewer uh, had EMH&T on the line, who's the engineer they have for the project. And they reviewed the project status and kind of wanted to update everybody. Uh, and there's there's two parts of what I'm going to do. First is the schedule, which is 60%. Uh, they're hoping to have 60% plans by June 6th, 90% by October 6th, and then 100% at the uh, January 6th. Uh, so I had, a date, <coughs> see, I have a date wrong in my report. January 6th of 24. Um, and then after that, obviously, they would be going out to bid and trying to move forward with the uh, project. Um, then the second component is um, they have come to they have come to the city and I'll have Dave help me on the reasons behind it. But regional sewer is going to instead of these are going to be right of way takes, um, temporary easements for grading and slope easements and things like that. They're coming to the city and they're asking if we are in agreement to obtaining the easements for the project. I don't right now, I think there's gonna be at least six or seven properties affected with these easements. And the ability, the reason they're probably coming to us is they wanna move forward with the project. If someone would actually just deny regional sewer an easement, there is nothing, regional sewer couldn't pr pursue it any further. Where the city could pursue it further since these are basically roadway takes. And Dave, you wanna add anything in there as far as oh, the process? Yeah. <clears throat> We need to assist Regional Sewer to do this because we have the authority to take, and these are similar to what we've um, encountered before, um, whether it be a sidewalk or other right-of-way. Um, and um, to be perfectly honest with you, Jerry's been very 
efficient and um, very good at being able to obtain what we need. If not, then we do have to go to court to get the value of regional source participation in this. So we have to be like their assistant in these projects. So we will take care of the easements uh, for the residents and then the sewer district will take care of the national park? Yes. Correct. Um, that's, that's so then what I'll do is I'll work with Dave um, that we'll, have, we'll come back to you. We'll have to have obviously an appraisal done for all of these. Uh, it'll be similar to the interchange. There's gonna be appraisals done, then someone's going to have to approach uh, each resident. And I assume you want to, do you want that to stay with us or do you want us to go with a different firm? But I was thinking that we would do it in house. I, I typically- that'd be the way. Does anybody have a I don't issue with that? No. no. Okay. okay. So then I would be approaching all the residents um, with the appraisal, which uh, again, we do have to, since we're pursuing it in this way that it could turn into a taking, we do have to uh, start with the appraisal and offer, everyone would be offered uh, money for it. So, okay. okay. I'll put together the proposals. Thank you. Would you like to comment on Greenhaven? That's all the sorry. same, that's the same project. Yeah, I'm there. so sorry. How about yeah. Glenwood? Uh, Glenwood, I, I circled by that um, and been talking to the inspectors, circled by that on the way here. So the storm sewer is now all the way across, uh, connected into the manhole. We replaced the manhole right out in front of the school. So now uh, the new sewer from the school and then the existing Oaks Road sewers are all tied into the Glenwood uh, sewer. Uh, they have a crew, they're setting the basins. They didn't do the crossovers yet because they're setting basins on the east side, but they didn't do the crossovers yet because obviously they have to run the sand up the middle. And then just today, they have now uh, repositioned the crews and the excavators are down and they're gonna start pulling the sanitary right up the middle of uh, Glenwood. So the storm is substantially complete with the connections. The sanitary is in process and they're moving along pretty good. I think they'll Right, they'll be finishing up all the underground right as we start getting into paving season. So pretty much right on schedule. And one update on 82 and Calvin, please. They are pulling both sanitary and storm. I thought they were gonna run a little bit more uh, the sanitary out the entire way, but it looks like they're running up um, a couple sections of storm, then backing up and then pull, uh, pulling the sanitary with it and then kind of moving up. The connection crew is supposed to be coming in behind them to stay a little bit tighter than they did the first uh, go through. Um, right where they're at right now, uh, they're a little bit to the west of the uh, bike shop. They have encountered some soils that were a little bit, um, so far we've been doing pretty well. Uh, nothing like when Riverview Road went, um, but this area has got a little bit uh, iffy and um, slowed them down a little bit here. but. They're, they're moving through it and we'll see, see how they progress through this area. Thank you, Jerry. Is there any other questions? Mm. Any other questions on any other items? Mm. Then I make a motion to adjourn at 726. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, Madam President. We are adjourned. Thank you. Um, next up we have a, I would like to call the Committee of the Whole to order at 727. Roll call. Caruso? Here. Canham? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. 
Thank you. Uh, first up, we have um, the minutes from the Fe February 21st meeting. Are there any corrections or changes? No. Hearing none, I move to approve the committee meeting minutes as presented for, for February 21st, 2023. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Hebke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Uh, next up, we have um, a discussion on purchasing fireworks. So, Purchasing Director Reiser gave us a very detailed update or package in our memo, or memo in our package, excuse me. So, go ahead, Becky. <laughs> Thank you. Well, as in, in my letter, I mentioned that um, we recently administered this RFP for a new contract for fireworks. And like we've experienced with many purchases lately, the pricing for firework product has significantly increased. We did receive three proposals, as you saw in the tabulation, and I detailed for all of you um, in my letter why American Fireworks would be the lowest and best option for the city to enter into a new three-year agreement. Um, if you have any questions about that detail, I'd be happy to answer them. Uh, but what we wanted to discuss with council this evening is how you wanted to proceed with fireworks in 2023 and moving forward. Um, our discussion this evening would then result in me requesting a final proposal that I'd bring back to council on March 21st for a new agreement. So the cost of the displays um, are impacted mostly by the length of the, the display and the quality and volume of the product that's used. Um, American Fireworks has certainly shown over these past eight years when we've worked with them that they can choreograph and deliver very, very good shows in any budget length um, that we are looking to stay within. So I did present in the letter a few options to get the discussion going. Um, there are various ways we could approach this, um, and I'll just review those real quick to, and then turn it over to you to discuss. Um, we, have a, we could go with option one, a full length home days fireworks show that everyone is used to seeing, about 20 minutes in length. Um, and we could still do a Christmas show as we've been doing, but not quite as long as we have had, uh, more around 15 minutes in length, but high intensity throughout. That would bring us in at the budget we allocated for 2023 for fireworks. Another option would be to eliminate the Christmas display um, and just do the home day's full length show on Sunday night this would bring us in certainly under budget. Um, we could also return to the ground display for Christmas. If you recall, the very first time we ever introduced fireworks to Christmas was when we would do the tree lighting on the square in, and everyone would turn around after the carols would sing and there'd be just a ground display for Christmas. Um, one option that's not listed there is we could still do a home days and a Christmas show and have them both be just 15 minutes in length, which is still a lengthy show. Um, and they'd be all high intensity throughout, almost like one big grand finale. Um, so I'll turn it over to you to discuss, but as you can hear, we could really do this a variety of ways. 
It just depends on how council would like to proceed with fireworks moving forward. So I'll leave it to you to discuss. Thank you, Becky. Who wants to go first? <laughs> council I mean, person first. Kingston. <laughs> I, I think that we should um, keep, keep home days as our main and significant fireworks display. Uh, full 20 minutes, make that our big one. Um, if there is anywhere we could cut, I mean, maybe it is at Christmas. I mean, budgets are tight everywhere, and I mean, they're tight in the city too. And maybe that's a place where we can, you know, save a little bit and maybe even go down to the ground display or something, you know, five minutes in nature, just kind of ceremonial. And so, thank you. My two cents. Thank you. Um, well, uh, Ms. Reiser, first off, I appreciate the presentation of information and certainly um, garbage bags, ketchup, and fireworks would fall into my line of not value hunting um, and trying to purchase uh, quality and knowing what we're getting there. And I think American Fireworks has proven um, well with that. I close my eyes and I think of home days and, and that, that is certainly our fireworks display and time frame. I close my eyes and think Christmas and fireworks aren't the first thing that come to my mind. It's a nice addition. It was certainly nice during the pandemic when we had nothing else to do and as a family we could at least go isolate in our cars and see that uh, but the holiday lighting uh, truly is the tradition that I think represents our city and, and to, to focus on that I think um, if we had to cut something and save some dollars I could see giving up the fireworks display at Christmas time I would echo that sentiment okay. I, I agree as well um, I think that the 20-minute home days is uh, a must-have. I, I think that that's something we want to hold on to, and Christmas can be something that um, is either downsized or eliminated. What do you think, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I really I like home days, obviously, but I um I like the Christmas. You know, if 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 um, if we can do both in budget and and downsize the one at Christmas, I. I was very happy walking out of the tree lighting and the ceremony inside and walking out with my grandson and watching the fireworks. So both of them just made me very happy. So, Yeah, I've gotten positive feedback from a lot of the young families in my neighborhood about the Christmas one. So I think definitely having the big one at home days is important. And I think if Christmas could be downsized but maintain some, some aspect of it, I think that's what I would prefer personally. Uh, I would agree with Councilman Stuckey and Caruso. I would like to keep some semblance of Christmas as well, even if it's downsized. So I don't know if we have support for, I think, I think we're split. So, or we're in favor of not having Christmas, it seems like. So does anybody? I'm easily swayed. I, I go to both of them. But if this is a matter of cost savings, I think that it's a, an easy way to save so if that is the goal um, but if the goal is to save within budget then I'm certainly for keeping them at Christmas and still well, Becky your number one looks to me like we could do both correct yes uh, number one would have you doing both and with that shorter Christmas show and that has us um, at budget do we have support for that you do okay. it's at budget well, thank you very much. I, I just want to ask one question. <clears throat> what happened to the Saturday show? 
Um, we eliminated the Saturday show back um, a few years ago when we started doing both Christmas and home days. And so that's certainly, that would be yet another option. No, I just, I just wanted to make council aware that we had already cut back Correct. by eliminating the Saturday show, making the Sunday show bigger, and then with anticipation at uh, what we had done at Christmas. But uh, I yield to council on whatever they want to do. Great. Um, I would just, um, I guess I'm reflecting back um, around Christmas time, or maybe it was in January. I know that I received some um, emails from residents who were um, not pleased with holiday fireworks for their pets, small children. They did not feel that it necessarily um, was... Uh, relevant to that type of a celebration and so I guess I would just remind um, that we have received some ne negative um, in, in information from our residents about um, the Christmas fireworks as well and I will I, I thought of that as we were sitting here I thought of that when I read through the packet um, and I, I many of those comments come saying why is this happening we were unaware it scared my pets and while I completely appreciate that notice was given it was in the bulletin it was on the website and out of 365 days we're talking two days and 20 minutes or less so um, keeping it in that perspective I, I can appreciate that it does startle people um, so if we do keep it then we make a larger attempt to make sure that people are aware and I think that that will help so. Mayor, did you have something else? I was just going to comment that the same people that complain at, at Christmas were the same people that complained at home days Absolutely. so it's a uh, it's a group of people who are very uh, adamant about their feelings but uh, they're the uh, a very small group of our residents and uh, they it's much object at fireworks at home days as they do at Christmas. Okay. All right, Becky, good. Well, thank you for the discussion and I'll uh, have something prepared for the next meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next up, um, we do have an executive session, but um, Mr. Matty, if it's okay, we do have a resident so uh, here this evening, so I figured we would take care of that um, discussion relative to Democracy Day before we convene into executive session. Whatever you wish to do, Matthew. Okay. Um, so we, um, I'll just introduce, or do you want to introduce, Mayor? Okay. So we, we had a discussion at our last meeting that there was some communication from um, Mr. Belovich, one of our residents, regarding um, Democracy Day and uh, our need to continue with Democracy Day. And so, as the mayor shared with us last week, um, you know, our, uh, we had completed five Democracy Days starting in 2013, uh, rotating every other year um, through last year, 2000, I'm sorry, through 2021. And at that time, uh, we had communicated uh, via all of the notices and via the meeting that that would be the last one that we had completed our um, requirements for the legislation. And so um, coming out of last meeting, we did um, uh, 
Vice President Crusoe and myself did meet with Mr. Belovich to hear his concerns. And his concerns are that the, um, there's some dates in the legislation that said the Democracy Day should um, run through 2023 um, and that we were uh, short on having one more Democracy Day that should have been completed in February. So, um, you know, the question is that we are being asked to have one more Democracy Day and so we need to decide whether or not we want to have one more Democracy Day or if we're all comfortable that we've completed our end of the obligation relative to the legislation. Um, so that's, that's what the topic is, and um, Mr. Manny, I don't know if you have any um, comments before we hear from Council, any of their comments? Um, no, actually, no, not in the beginning. I'd like to hear from uh, either Mr. Belovich or, or Council first, if there are any comments to be made. Mr. Belovich, is there any comments that you wanted to make? Microphone. Hold on. Can you give me a microphone? Hold on one second. We just need to give you a microphone. Not Monica's. <laughs> or you can come up front if you'd like. I'll use the podium. Okay. There you go. Sure. And just turn the microphone on. Green. How's that? Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Um, I don't have comments to make, but I, I would uh, um, just uh, read Ordinance 129.03 to you, which says the biennial public hearings will continue for a period of 10 years through February 2023, or until a constitutional amendment reflecting the principles set forth in Section 129.02 is ratified by three-quarters of the state legislatures. That's all. Council, um, <clears throat> as you know, I, I have taken the lead on providing Democracy Day in accordance uh, with the ordinance and as instructed by the ordinance and by law. Uh, Mr. Belovich just said that and read that it was 10 years through 2023. If you add up the number of years that he is speaking of, that is a, a longer period than 10 years. Uh, we met the obligations of every other year for 10 years. And that was the reason why we had announced that the last Democracy Day was in 2021. At that time, there was no objection voiced to the city, except there was a request that the city council could, by its own legislative action, move forward and create an extension to Democracy Day. That was asked of this council in a public meeting. And uh, after that, uh, nothing took place. It didn't go anywhere and there was no further dialogue between ourselves and those who were the proponents of Democracy Day. So it was my firm belief that uh, we had met our obligations. It was important to us um, that we did meet those obligations. We believe that we did. If, uh, and I'll leave it at that at this point. Uh, 
Uh, Madam Chair, if I may, after that comment of the mayor's, um, council should understand that this is not a, this is not a normal ordinance drafted by me as law director. This is a resident petition which was filed, um, put on a ballot, and approved. And the language that you see in Chapter 129 is the language which was on that petition. There is no doubt that the city, through the mayor and through the efforts of former Council President Harwood and now current Council President Redinger, have dotted all the I's uh, and crossed all the T's as to these meetings. Not only were the meetings held and input taken, but all the required letters of notification have been sent out and received by the respective elected officials. The problem that exists is in the petitioner's language itself. If you take the 10 years, you go to February of 2022. We certainly met all those obligations. There's ambiguity because it says through February 2023, which would require us to have more than 10 years of this. So this is really a council policy issue. You should know it's not your drafting or my drafting or our input. This was what was presented and passed, and you are not allowed in a ballot issue to change the language on such a petition. So this simply codifies what was in the documents when the residents signed for that petition to go to the ballot. So it really is totally your decision. Okay. So I'll start on this side. <laughs> Council Member Stuckey, any, any comments here? Well, as um, I listened to the mayor and listened to the presentation, it was 10 years, five meetings, which we held. Um, and I, I think if it had been left like that, I would have wanted a little more. And when it was actually that we actually told everybody, the city did, that this was the last meeting, it was written up that this was the last meeting, that there was no doubt that this was the last meeting, it kind of left me that I had no doubt that we had done what we thought was right and made a presentation for the 10 years, five meetings, and then let everybody know that it was over. It was, you know, so like I, there was no like doubt in anything I heard that it was over. Um, from everything that I've um, read and heard, I think we've um, accomplished uh, what was required um, and delivered. Yeah, I would agree. I think the problem is the ambiguity. It's just, there's, there's nothing in the ordinance that says the the 2023 20, date supersedes or is more important than the 10 year. So, you, you know, 2013 was the first meeting. That's the first year. When you count through to 10. You, it's sunset on an off year, in my opinion. I think if residents feel strongly and want to petition again and put it on the ballot and let the electric decide, I think that would be appropriate. I think, uh, I think five meetings intent, biannual meetings over 10 years equals five. Um, I don't think the intent was that number was ever to be six. So I think the city has fulfilled its obligations. I, I, I would echo what uh, Councilman Caruso said. If you know they wanna have another referendum and put it on the ballot again, that'd be fine. Um, <clears throat> uh, to 
again, to echo Councilman Kingston and Mr. Crusoe, um, certainly would support if the electorate wanted to put something on the ballot again, but uh, I feel that we certainly have accomplished what was set forth and the ambiguity of the initial language I feel the city dealt with by stating that this was the last to try to bring clarity to that at that point it looks like that was some pretty um, clear messaging as far as trying to bring some closure to what the expectation was I agree my fellow council people <laughs> and I would uh, oh, go ahead mr. Crusoe just quick question for the mayor. In, in the years where we did host the meeting, was there any monies budgeted for hosting the meetings or any costs associated with that, or is it just? No, we, uh, we provided the space mm -hmm. uh, for the meeting, and there was no cost. Okay. If I may, um, my understanding of it as well was to try to bring some level of state participation and other leaders from um, our surrounding governments through Democracy Day. What I wasn't involved in council at that time. What level of participation was there um, from other legislators? And well, per, per the ordinance, uh, the mayor and the council president of the city of Brecksville were to appear and give comment as to uh, the issue at hand. Uh, the issue at hand was uh, to uh, see that a uh, Supreme Court decision was overturned by creating another amendment to the Constitution. Um, Council President at the time, Skaljack, myself, began the process. And uh, he appeared while he was Council President. Mike Harwood appeared as he was Council President. The other officials that were to be notified were our elected congressmen from our district, our senators, both senators, two senators, our representative to the Ohio State Legislature, both Senate and House of Representatives, the, at the time the county commissioners, um, at the end the county executive, uh, they were all to be notified in writing of the event in case they wished to appear, uh, but at least they knew that the city of Brecksville was having uh, this event and um, uh, there was certain language that in the ordinance that says that you know what we were we were to say in those letters. Letters were sent each time to that number uh, and exactly to those people. Um, so those were the other people that were involved. So at our federal level representatives, our state level representatives, our county level representatives, and the local uh, government representatives. Did any attend? Um, <clears throat> representatives attended uh, from some of the groups, like Sherrod Brown, I believe he had, uh, and again, I'd have to go back and look at the notes, but I know Sherrod Brown uh, sent someone to attend. I believe Armand Budish uh, was executive at the time, and I think he attended. Uh, one of them, I know Representative Robinson, I believe he attended. Um, uh, I know of no county commissioner attending and um, no senator attended, but a representative did. And um, I don't know that a U.S. congressman attended, uh, but uh, council president and the mayor attended each one of them as, as required by law. Okay. 
then I don't. I think that's anything else there. Then I think we've had a good conversation, and I think it sound, sounds like we all feel we've met our obligation of the legislation. So I think there's no further action then. Okay, M Mr. Maddy, you would agree no further action. Uh, no further action, but also for the record, uh, in in looking over the minutes and what and 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 reviewing the paperwork, council should know. We got no, absolutely no, responses from any of the elected officials. Correct, Mayor? That's correct. Other than those that showed up that came correct. or thanking, a, thanking us for the right. for the information we sent. But there has been no effort on a federal level to do anything about this for that 10-year period. Just for the record. I will state um, for the record as well that I was the last one was virtual. I was there. I believe, Dominic, you were on that call for a while. I believe you were too, mm -hmm. Laura. So it, it was noticed. We did pay attention. Uh, we were engaged. So I Thank let you. people know. Okay. Okay. Um, Mr. Balovich? Yep. Thank you. I uh, uh, appreciate you taking the time to consider this matter. I just have to correct one thing that Mr. Maddie told you. Mr. Maddy told you that there has been no effect from this because there has been no correspondence back to any official from the city of Brecksville about the 28th Amendment. Well, that may be the case, but legislation has been introduced in the U.S. Congress to enact such an amendment. And for that, Democracy Day did its part. And as you may all know, amending the U.S. Constitution is not an easy thing to do, and most of the amendments take a long, long time. This may be another one. And I'm sorry that um, you all feel that this is an opportunity that um, um, you don't want to uh, have the citizens of Brecksville enjoy anymore. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Okay, um, moving on, we do have an executive session, so I, hold on, sorry. Um, I would then move to convene an executive session to discuss matters of personnel related to the appointment of an, and employment of a public employee. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Epke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. We are in executive session.
liberty and justice for all. Roll call. Caruso? Here. Ganim? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. Thank you. Next up are the minutes of February 21st, 2023. A city council meeting. Do I have a motion? Madam President? Uh, council Member Kingston. I move that we dispense with the reading of the minutes from February 21st, 2023 and approve as presented. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. First up on our agenda tonight, uh, we have received notice from the Ohio Division of Liquor Control regarding the issuance of a liquor permit at 7059 Mill Road. Are there any concerns or questions here? Um, Madam President, I am the applicant for that, and um, I'm going to excuse myself from uh, the discussion and I'm going to abstain from voting. So I will leave at this point. Okay, are there any questions or concerns here? If our, Council? if our safety director and um, uh, police chief have no issue with the application, I'm fine with it. Police chief, any concerns? No concerns. Thank you, chief. I have no concern either. Thank you, sir. Okay, then I move to notify the Ohio Division of Liquor Control that there are no objections to issuing a liquor permit to Stucco Inc. at 7059 Mill Road. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. And Stuckey has abstained. Thank you. Motion passes six A's, one abstention. Thank you, Dave. Okay, next up we have Ordinance 5590. This is an ordinance amending Section 145.06 of the Administrative Code to allow the city to designate when absences that meet the eligibility requirement is eligible for FML leave. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5590, an ordinance amending Section 145.06 of the Administrative Code to allow the city to designate when absences that meet the eligibility requirements is eligible for FMLA leave and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next we have ordinance 5591. This is an ordinance amending section 145.13 of the administrative code and the exempted employees of the city of Brexville. If the clerk was, would please read by title only. Ordinance 5591, an ordinance amending section 145.13 of the administrative code and the exempted employees of the city of Brexville and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. 
Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage? Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next, we have Ordinance 5592. This is an ordinance amending Ordinance Number 5574 as it relates to employee compensation. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5592, an ordinance amending Ordinance Number 5574 as it relates to employee compensation and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on to item number five, we have ordinance 5593. This is an ordinance enacting and adopting a supplement to the codified ordinances of the city of Brexville. The clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5593, an ordinance enacting and adopting a supplement to the codified ordinances of the city of Brexville and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next, we have Ordinance 5594. This is an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into a capital improvement community park recreation conservation project pass-through grant agreement on behalf of the city of Brexville with the ODNR. Would the clerk please read by title only. Ordinance 5594, an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into a capital improvement community park <coughs> recreation conservation project pass-through grant agreement on behalf of the city of Brexville with the Ohio Department of Natural Resources for improvements to the city's Stadium Drive property and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next, we have Ordinance 5595. This is an ordinance amending Ordinance 5551, authorizing the purchase of sports lighting and controlling link equipment and installation for the baseball fields, for baseball fields ENF. Blossom Hill. Yeah, for, yeah at Blossom Hill. Uh, if the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5595, an ordinance amending ordinance number 5551, authorizing the purchase of sports lighting and control link equipment and installation for the baseball fields E and F at Blossom Hill from Musco Sports Lighting LLC through Sourcewell, formerly the National Joint Powers Alliance, and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. 
Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Oh, motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item number eight is ordinance 5596. This is an ordinance authorizing the purchase of a Freightliner 108SD plus for the service department through the State of Ohio Department of Transportation. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5596, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of a Freightliner Freightliner 108 SD plus for the service department through the state of Ohio Department of Transportation and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on, we have Ordinance 5597. This is an ordinance accepting the bid of Eclipse Company LLC for the Riverview Road Slope Repair Project. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5597, an ordinance accepting the bid of Eclipse Company LLC for the Riverview Road Slope Repair Project and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Next, we have ordinance 5598. This is an ordinance to amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for current expenditures of the city of Brecksville during the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023 making necessary appropriation and revenue adjustments. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5598, an ordinance to amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for current expenses of the city of Brecksville during the fiscal year ending December 31, 2023, making necessary appropriation and revenue adjustments and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item 11 tonight is resolution 5403. This is a resolution making necessary transfers and advances between certain funds and return advances of funds for the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5403, a resolution making necessary transfers and advances between certain funds and a return and advance of funds for the fiscal year ending December 31, 2023 and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. 
Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next, we have resolution 5404. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply to the Ohio Department of Public Safety, Division of Ohio Emergency Medical Services for a 2023-2024 EMS grant. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5404, a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply to the Ohio Department of Public Safety, Division of Emergency Medical Services, EMS, for a 2023-2024 Ohio Emergency Medical Services grant in declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have resolution 5405. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for a grant through the Staffing for Adequate Fire and Emergency Response Grant Program for funding assistance to improve staffing and deployment capabilities. Uh, would the clerk please read by title only. Resolution 5405, a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, for a grant through the Staffing for Adequate Fire and Emergency Response, SAFER grant program for funding assistance to improve staffing and deployment capabilities to respond to emergencies and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no A's. Next up, we have resolution 5407. This is a resolution accepting the proposal of TMS Engineers, Inc. Did I skip one? 5406, 14. Is that somewhere on there? Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, I skipped it by mistake. Um, sorry about that. Next up, we have resolution 5406. This is a resolution accepting the proposal of Makovich and Pusi Architects for architectural and engineering services for the human services pool area improvements. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5406, a resolution accepting the proposal of Makovich and Pusti Architects Incorporated for architectural and engineering services for the human services pool area improvements and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. 
Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. <laughs> now we have resolution 5407. This is a resolution accepting the proposal of TMS engineers to provide construction services for the overhead sign support replacement project. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5407, a resolution accepting the proposal of TMS Engineers Incorporated for professional traffic engineering construction services for overhead sign support replacements and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Last but not least, we have resolution 5408. This is a resolution accepting an agreement with Civic Plus Muni Code to provide codification services and online hosting of the city's codified ordinances. If the clerk would please read by title only. A resolution accepting the proposal of Civic Plus for republication, supplementation, and online code hosting services and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on to the report of our council representatives for our boards and commissions. First up for the Board of Zoning Appeals, Councilmember Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, the next Board of Zoning Appeals meeting will be held this coming Monday, the 13th at 7.30 here in Council Chambers. And that concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the Planning Commission, Councilmember Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. The Planning Commission has four items for City Council consideration tonight. Item one is the DeGeronimo Company's Valor Acres Mixed-Use Phase 1B PDA main roadway configuration. I make a motion recommending to City Council preliminary approval of a business plan development area for the main roadway configuration, phase one, subject to engineering approval as described in the plans presented February 23, 2023, and contingent upon approval of the City Council. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? No. Thank you. Motion passes six A's, one, one nay. Item two, D. Geronimo Company's Valor Acres Mixed Use Phase One Mass Grading and Clearing. I make a motion recommending to City Council preliminary and final approval of the mass grading, SWPPP, and clearing subject to engineering approval as described in the plans presented February 23rd, 2023 and contingent upon approval of City Council. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? No. <coughs> Item three, Deuteronomy oh. Company's Valor Acres Mixed Use Phase One. <laughs> I make a motion recommending to City Council preliminary approval 
of a BPDA for office building I, including underground parking, a restaurant, and common areas on the first floor, and the office on floors two through five, and the associated parking area. Phase two, as described in the plans presented February 23rd, 2023, and contingent upon the approval of City Council. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item four, Woodlands of Snowville. This is a revised preliminary approval, phase two and three. Snowville Road and Dewey Road. I make a motion recommending to City Council revise preliminary approval of phase two and three of a major subdivision of 36 internal parcels and two out lots parcels on 59.4 acres of land on the south side of Snowville Road and the west of Dewey Road in the city of Brexville, known as the Woodlands of Snowville, an establishment of front yard setbacks of 60 <coughs> on all lots except <coughs> sublot 13 of 147, sublot 14 of 115, and sublot 15 of 125, and sublot 35 of 120, as described in the application dated November 22, 2021, and preliminary development plan, pages 1 through 7, by Davy Resource Group, dated February 6, 2023, contingent upon the law director approving the recorded deeds, covenants, and restrictions, and approval of city engineer, city council, and with the following variances as approved by the boarding Board of Zoning Appeal on July 11, 2022. One, a variance from section 117.04E from the permitted maximum of 800 foot for a cul-de-sac street to allow River Birch Run to extend 100, I'm sorry, 869 feet and to allow street A to extend 1,045 feet. Two, a variance from section 117.09 from the requirement of the lots shall generally be rectangular in form to allow sublot 13 a non-rectangular shape. Number three, a variance from section 117.09D, requirement of side yard lots to be radial and street lines to allow non-radial line, lot lines between sublot six and 26 and 26 and 27. And four, a variance from 119.09D, from the requirement of sidewalks to be provided on both sides of the street to allow no sidewalks on the proposed sublex 37 and 38 fronting Snowville Road. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you, Madam President. That concludes my report. Next planning commission meeting is March 9th, 2023 at seven o'clock in council chambers. Thank you, Mr. Stuckey. Next up for the Recreation Commission, Council Member Ganim. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, the Recreation Commission held its meeting on February 27th. Uh, during that meeting, Jamie shared that there had been a 30% increase in participation in athletics, so we're excited to see that. Um, thank you to our fire department for helping set up the AED and safety training opportunities that were created for our coaches and volunteer members. Um, the Commission also reviewed last year's financials. Uh, which helped them understand the mechanics of how everything's operating. And we also discussed a five-year outlook uh, for future projects, needs, and wants. Um, there, our next meeting will be uh, March 20th. It was rescheduled to appease the spring break conflicts for the majority of the commission members. So March 20th at 7.30 p.m. That concludes my report. 
Thank you, Mr. Ganim. Next up for the Department of Human Services, Councilmember Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. The next Human Services Advisory Board meeting will be in uh, March 14th at 3 o'clock. That concludes my report. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Telecommunications Commission, Councilmember Savage. Uh, thank you, Madam President. There's no report for the Telecommunications Commission. Thank you. Moving on to the report of our council committees. First up for the Safety and Service Committee, Councilmember Ganim. Thank you, Madam President. The Safety Service Committee met earlier this evening, and we have three items for Council's consideration. Um, first, I'd like to move um, for the approval of a purchase requisition to Sherwin-Williams in the amount of $8,935 for a Graco 3900 airless line striper to replace an older model in the service department. Second. Motion by Gannam, second by Kingston. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. Next up, I move for the approval of a purchase requisition to Signal Service Company in the amount of $5,831 for a replacement traffic signal controller at Route 82 and Highland Drive. Second. Motion by Ganim, second by Kingston. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. And lastly, I move uh, for the approval of an increase to purchase order C2235356 to TMS engineers in the amount not to exceed $2,500 for revisions to the plans prepared for the traffic signal pole painting project. Second. Motion by Ganim, second by Kingston. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. That concludes my report. Thank you, Mr. Ganim. Next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Councilmember Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. Streets and Sidewalks met earlier this evening, and we have one item for Council's consideration. I move that we authorize Donald G. Boning and Associates to provide construction-related services for the Riverview Road Culvert Slope Repair Project, including construction staking, construction management, review and approval of payouts, as-builds, and complete project-closed paperwork in the amount of $8,502. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you, Madam President. That concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. The Utilities Committee met earlier tonight, and we have no items for City Council. Thank you, Mr. Stuckey. Next for the Buildings and Grounds Committee, Council Member Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds met earlier tonight, and we have nothing for Council this evening. Thank you, Ann. <coughs> Next up for the Legislation Committee, Councilmember Savage. Thank you, Madam President. The Legislation Committee met earlier this evening, um, and we have two items to bring to Council. Um, the first is a uh, motion to request that the Law Director prepare a resolution in support of the City of Brecksville's application to the Office of Senator Sherrod Browns for the fiscal year 2024 congressionally directed spending appropriations for the widening of Chippewa Road, State Route 82, from the bridge over Chippewa Creek to the Brexville Northfield Bridge. Second. Motion, motion by Savage, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. 
Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. <coughs> Um, the next item that we had was a motion to request that the law director prepare a resolution in support of Sugar and Valley Dispatch ap Dispatch's application to the office of Senator Sherrod Brown for fiscal year 2024 congressionally directed spending appropriations for the construction of a new dispatch center in the city of Brexville. Second. Motion by Savage, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Epke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Um, and the next charter review, the Charter Review Commission continues to make uh, great strides. The next charter review uh, meeting will be Tuesday, March 14th at 6.30 p.m. here at City Council Chambers. That concludes my report. Thank you. You did say 6.30, correct? 6.30. Okay. Yes. Thank you That's very much. Should have said. Yes. Next up for the Finance Committee, Councilmember Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Finance Committee <coughs> met earlier this evening, and we have one item for Council's consideration. It is the approval of the monthly bills, authorized payment. Um, first to Maddie Hendrickson and Grieve. $17,088.33. Kolchiski Architects LLC, $318.75. To William Logan, $4,000. To Mansur Gavin LPA, $8,824.50. To Donald G. Boning and Associates, $26,546.26. To Sixmo, $862.50. I move we vote on and approve authorized payment in the aggregate total of $57,640.34. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? <coughs> yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. That concludes my report. Thank you. Moving on to the report of our department heads. First up, we have the report of the law director, um, Mr. Matty. Thank you, Madam President. I uh, would report to council um, to piggyback on uh, Council Member Savage's report about the Charter Review Commission. The commission has approved five amendments that will be coming your way in the, as part of a report that they will make to you. They have one more to consider, and uh, as at this time, that's um, the number of items that um, may come to you um, later in the spring. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Matty. Next up, the report of the engineer, Mr. Wise. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you, Mr. Wise. Next up, the report of the finance director, Ms. Tarasta. Thank you, Madam President. Thank you, Laura. Next up, for the report of the building department, Mr. Packard. Thank you, Madam President. For the month of February, the building department issued. 73 permits with a valuation of just over 2.3 million. Total fees collected were $35,723.30. That concludes my report. Thank you, Scott. Next up, the report of Planning and Community Development, Ms. Barkowitz. Thank you. Next, the report of the Service Director, Mr. Weidig. Thank you, Madam President, I have no report. Thank you. Next, the report of the Purchasing Director, Ms. Reiser. Thank you, Madam President, I have no report. Next, the report of the Police Department, Chief Karinik. Uh, thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you, Chief. Next, we have the report of the Fire Department, Chief Zemiska. Thank you, Madam 
Thank you. Next, we have the report of the mayor. Thank you, Madam President. Um, I have a few items that I need to go over with you. Uh, first of all, the yard waste for the city uh, began on March 1st and will continue on uh, for uh, how long we're on? Okay, so it's going to it's going to be a long time, but the yard waste has already started, so folks know that they can put it out uh, at the street. Secondly, uh, March twelfth, this Saturday, at uh, actually Sunday at two a.m., uh, reminding you to spring ahead, move your clocks ahead. Uh, again, March twelfth at two a.m. The um, a request has been made of the city by. Um, the school to agree that uh, we would alternate share uh, the homecoming parade, which has been in Brexville for many, many years. And I uh, advised the uh, you know, school that uh, on behalf of the city, I could see no objection. Uh, we do that with our Memorial Day ceremony. We alternate the times. Uh, so if they would like to uh, entertain holding the homecoming parade in their community every other year, that would be, I'm sure, fine with, uh, with the city of Brexville. So that, uh, that change will be coming. I would imagine this will be their first year coming up this fall uh, that they will, um, well, they will hold the homecoming parade. So we appreciate their willingness to uh, be part of that. Uh, the new city bulletin has been uh, delivered. I don't know if you have had a chance to see it. I immediately called uh, Jenny and uh, thanked her and congratulated her on a, uh, a really nice addition to the uh, to the bulletin. I think it's uh, uh, the, the additions that have been made are really excellent, and I appreciate her efforts and the efforts of all the department heads in getting that put together. Uh, we continue to try to uh, improve our communications with the public and supply as much information as we possibly can, and that bulletin certainly uh, comes a long way in getting us towards that. Um, <clears throat> congratulations, of course. Mr. Ganim, your family, um, your mom, your dad, uh, everybody in affiliated and associated with uh, two decades of excellence, and longer actually, two decades of excellence winning the state title for 20 years in a row. Um, it, it seems like every uh, year we're on needles and pins, we're saying, oh my goodness, well, this might be the year, but it's not. It continues to be the year in a, in a good sense. So congratulations uh, uh, to the team. It was uh, remarkable, it really was remarkable. Uh, the state robotics team, I also understand, won multiple uh, things over the weekend. So congratulate, congratulations to that team. And also our wrestlers are sending 12 to state. And if that doesn't make St. Edwards uh, stand in, uh, at attention, I don't know what does. But for the first time ever, we're sending 12 wrestlers to, uh, to the state meet, which is rather remarkable. Mm -hmm. uh, do you ever recall that uh, we no, had and, that and, many? And it's historic because the, the 12th is a, uh, a female wrestler. Is a female yeah. wrestler, yes. So congratulations to... Uh, Mr. Haverdill and the, and the team and the effort that they do is just tremendous. So uh, Brexville Bravi Heights has a lot to be proud of and happy for. Our basketball team, 
took it right to the final second in an overtime loss by one point to St. Ignatius. Uh, was brought to our attention. We have 400 boys to pick from. St. Ignatius has 1,000 and pulls some of the finest athletes around. So I just want to congratulate Coach Mahalik and his team on a tremendously fine season. Uh, Luke Skeljak was named uh, Division Player of the Year, which is a great, great honor for him. But the entire team, the whole team in their effort uh, was rather remarkable, and I think that uh, it's going to continue on in the years to come. So congratulations to them uh, also. Uh, <clears throat> recently, it appeared on our um, Facebook and other places a website, which I found out now that is a political action committee called Team Brexville, uh, is on, on site. Um, I've talked to uh, or communicated by, uh, via email with uh, one of their, uh, uh, their people that helped to uh, uh, help this organization put this together and have asked them if they would please come to a council meeting so we can discuss Team Brexville, the concept of it, and discuss and, and let us ask the questions that some of us have in our mind as to um, their accessing city sites and asking our residents to click on, for example, to the community center and register for programs. Um, when they do that, is there any thing that we have to be concerned about, for example, that they will get information from that signing on? Uh, in other words, it's not through the city, but it, it does link directly to the city. So I would hope that it's not I'm asking our IT people, IT people to look at that. But, you know, the, the city registers its people, and that's the site people should use. They should use the city site, register your, your things. But, I, you know, the, the folks uh, have the right to do what they're doing, and I don't question that. I just question what what uh, in, in some ways behind it, but also um, it is a political action committee, so what the purpose is of, of Team Brexville. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that dialogue with, uh, with myself and with council. Uh, I know that most of you have had an opportunity to look at that online, and uh, I, I have talked to some residents who are concerned as to uh, if they link through that where does that information go? So um, I thought about one thing. If, if the city didn't video its meetings and didn't put out the information that we put out in the manner that we put out, where would they get their information from? Uh, so I think that discussion uh, needs to be had. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting with them, and I appreciate their willingness uh, to meet. Unfortunately, they couldn't be here tonight and they can't be here at the next council meeting or the um, perhaps maybe in between we'll have a special meeting with them. And so I look forward to that. But I just wanted to publicly acknowledge the fact that we've asked them to come here and we should have a dialogue and I think it'll be a, a, a good thing and a positive thing for them and us. The last uh, thing that I uh, want to make in my report is a, a very sad thing for us. I'm sure all of you know by now that uh, firefighter Bruce Gordon uh, has been suffering from an illness for uh, many, many months and actually years now. 
um, I was extremely moved by the fact and proud of, and this is something that I don't think people realize about what we call the city family. On Sunday, uh, Bruce was brought home to go into hospice at his house. Um, every single firefighter on our department came in dress uniform. Uh, many of the retirees that are still with us came. Former chiefs came. Some of the neighbors came. Um, our chief put this all together, making sure that we would recognize Bruce in a way and recognize and show his family our support, but give us an opportunity to say goodbye to Bruce. Um, it was quite moving. Um, I'm very, very proud of our, our firefighters. Uh, I don't, again, think that people realize the depth of the relationship that our city employees have with each other and the way that they uh, reach out to help each other. Uh, Bruce is a unique individual. He's probably uh, one of the finest young men that uh, I've had an opportunity to work with on the fire department. And when I say that, it's he really cares about Brexville, cares about the city, and the way that he gave um, a lot to the city and his family has followed through on that. So we wish him the very best. I hope that uh, he is comfortable and uh, remains that way. Uh, today, as a tradition, when a firefighter retires or a policeman retires, uh, they have a last call. So I'd like to uh, read to you uh, today's last call that was transmitted on our frequency um, out to every uh, department uh, that is part of our system. Attention all local fire departments. This is the last call for firefighter Bruce Gordon. On behalf of Brexville Fire and the entire city family, <clears throat> we would like to thank you for your 40 years of service to our community. <clears throat> our department thanks you for the positive influence to all members and the dedication displayed to all of you who work with you. We sincerely thank you and your entire family for the commitment to our department. Uh, dispatch clears at 1,800 hours. Uh, at some point, we're going to come to council and ask that you uh, pass legislation um, recognizing his service to the community. Uh, he certainly deserves that. And uh, I just want to say to, uh, to everyone in town, thank you for your support of the fire department during this time and uh, dealing with uh, Bruce's illness. Many people have been um, very, very kind, have... Um, done what they can to help Bruce's family out and will continue, I know, in the future to do that. Uh, Bruce is one uh, very, very fine individual, as I've stated over and over again. Thank you, and that ends my report. Thank you, Mayor. Are there any additional comments from Council? 
Any comments from anyone in the audience? Hearing none, I move to adjourn the regular meeting at 9.15. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Epke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. 